All right, welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy here with you. I swear to God, listen, Celsius, you know I love you. I, I've been banned. My my supervisors here will not let me have more caffeine. Yeah, dude, please. So, please. I just want to say, Cat Dog is brought to us by our friends over at Delicious Celsius. Mm. Hockey fans, don't sit this out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of your Florida Panthers. By the way, Peach. Peach. Raspberry. Oh. Hanging. Leroy, did you see That's how good. the fight did you see how the Panthers game started off last night? I did not. All right, I'm gonna send you the video so you can watch because I know you love a good scrap, but we had a revenge face off to start the game yesterday. Did you see how it started, J Fig? Unfortunately I did not. Okay. Oh. Well, I'll send this to you as well. So yesterday they were taking on the Coyotes and he uh the Panthers, you see at the start of the game, Ryan Lomberg is taking the face off, which strange. Not typically what Lomberg does. Lomberg is there to kick ass. You know, yeah. he's not there to really start off the game, Leroy. So the Panthers uh, were getting revenge for what the Coyotes did to Nick Cousins back on the road, where Nick Cousins took a really dirty hit. And as Moeller said to start the broadcast yesterday, Panthers don't forget. Panthers don't forget. So the game's Nobody's hitting anybody. Let's go. Where'd you send it? I've got to send it to you, JVIC. Sorry. Hold on. Oh, that was... I get it. It was a good little kerfuffle to start it off with, but it was a tickle fight. Whatever. The point is, that's how hockey is. It drew blood, Leroy. Yeah. Here is... Oh, that uh, was a snot bubble. Dirty. Well, I think there was a fight right after that. I don't know. They don't. They didn't post video of that one. I'll try and, I'll oh. try and find a second video, but apparently there were two fights back to back to get the... Because the Panthers don't forget. Don't. Panthers don't forget. And uh, here is... My, my favorite is, is he, right before they drop the puck, he backs up. You know what's up, right? You know what's up. Gloves. Yep. The puck never dropped. Here is uh, here is Doug Plagans with a call of the fight last night. Again, Panthers right to left, Arizona left to right. And the puck is down. And here we go. Ryan Lomberg right off the opening faceoff. McBain. Lomberg trying to get that right hand free right off the opening faceoff tonight. Ready to rumble here at Amart Bank Arena on Sunrise. As they exchange right hands and Lomberg takes McBain down and our linesmen get between the two. Do you hear the John Cena wow. music? I love that. That's so good. So good. It's like, look, everybody knows what's about to happen. Nobody's ready to skate. Yeah. His helmet fell off and everything. I mean, that just brought a big smile to my face. I like that fight, but I think I... Why? Can I ask you a question? Oh, the second fight actually is much better. Yeah. The second fight's much better. Why did he have to throw the stick all the way to the sideline? I don't know. I guess just to make sure nobody trips. Tough. He's being careful. Oh, that's nice. Nope. Nobody hit nobody. Hockey is the. I like the uh, the the second link up where they're like they go almost like a they go almost like a, uh an MMA match where they both link up on the uh, and then, then boom they start they start throwing the haymakers. Oh, somebody else now. Yeah. Yeah. It's right uh -oh. after. Uh oh. Look. Uh oh. He <laughs> dropping this. Look. He. Wait, he fainting. He yeah. fainting and everything. I think. Uh, I think. <laughs> we fighting or we gonna tap it out? The way. Uh, the way. Throw a ooh, ooh, there we go. Here we go. Oh. Uppercut! Uppercut! Ooh! Oh, <laughs> good! Dude! This is Dude. definitely giving me uh, Jonah Gadjevich for uh, Boom! 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 Ah. Boom! Ah. My eye! Ah. My eye! Ah. 
By the way, he has his... Who's his in the second fight? Oh, uh, Jonah Gajevich. Once again, the helmet. Yeah, oh, nah. yeah no, he, he got his helmet knocked off. Those dudes, he, he those, knocked it off. Those dudes linked up like like uh, Khabib and Connor. Like there was. Yeah, good. but why look? They were like rocking back and forth for like five minutes. Let's go, <laughs> dude. It's got to be so hard to fight on skates, Leroy. <laughs> All right, I, I was just barely that. go on skates. <laughs> it's got to be so hard yeah, to fight on someone's skates. Someone's pulling you, pushing you. That's rough. The balance, like yeah. I mean, I know these guys have been skating their whole lives, but you typically the fighters aren't. You want to know what core strength is? Core strength is getting in a fight on skates. Yeah. Kachuk said uh, we had a couple of savages start us off the right way last night. Ooh. Hockey, dude. And it wasn't um, him. Man, no, like, no. Surprisingly, <laughs> no. Want to hear Plagan's call of it? Yes. Kevin Stenland's going to lean in for the face-off now. Here we, here we go. It's going to be Gadjevich and Liam O'Brien. Gadjevich and O'Brien, a heavyweight tilt right here at center ice, right on top of the Panthers logo. Jonah Gadjevich squares up his opponent here. O'Brien, two guys, no stranger to this business, picking up early here this evening. Couple of rights coming in from O'Brien. Gadjevich has his helmet knocked off. He tries to get a couple of rights free, and our linesman immediately between the two of them. And that'll be the end of part two of the festivities here. Seven yes. seconds off the clock. Man. I got to tell you, listen. Two fights. I got to tell you, this Doug Plagans, he's good. Yeah. Because you got to call two sports. He got to call hockey, yeah. and he got to call fighting. Couple of rights in there. He's got a little John Anik in him. I like that. Oh, yeah. I like that, man. Good for Doug Plagans. What a way to start a game. That's what we needed. Oh. And, and you see that, Miami? Like, That's how you break a losing streak. like four goals. So, like, yeah. You know Udonis Eisen would have loved if he could have just started off against Tyler Hansborough that way. Oh, he doesn't man. have to, like, do it in the midst of acting like we're playing basketball. He goes, let's just, let's just do this. Let's just do this right now. Look, I'm not saying. You know no, can I just say this? Mm-hmm. And this is with all honest and fairness. Like every league has those dudes. It ain't like hockey. It's like those dudes. Like, uh, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, I ain't going there. UD is one of them guys. I like how Doug Tyler Hansbro ain't gonna fight UD. Uh, well, he didn't fight UD. UD just gave him the business for hitting D Wade and then high fiving over it. He goes, oh no, yeah, no, it, no. like, mm-mm. like how like, uh, he was on the football field too. You knew the guys to mess with and not to mess with. I like Plagans going, uh, Gadjevich, no stranger to this business. <laughs> he gives, like he's even giving previews, oh, <laughs> heavyweights. Like he's a heavyweight. Telling you, man, <laughs> that hockey broadcast, you got to be talented. He's, he's, you never know. You got to switch on a dime. Here's Kachuk after the game. Well, Matthew, what does it mean just to have a win like that where it seems like every guy in this room kind of has a piece from start to finish? Yeah, it's, it was awesome. Um, tons of energy from our team, uh, even starting before the game, you know, so uh, not not too thrilled with the way it, it ended uh, over there in Arizona. I, I thought that we, we, brought, we brought it tonight and we brought it from the start. So it's good to see everybody pitch in and um, just have a really good group effort. What does it mean to start the game like that? Two fights, and then you guys get all the goals right away to you know back it up. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, uh, Lombie and Gadji are, are are great at what they do, and they're great for this team. And, and what they did to start there was awesome for us. And um, yeah, definitely put us uh, gave us so much energy and positive energy from the start. And- 
this is better than baseball, yeah? Like, we're baseball. Hey, question. Oh, yeah. Question, why do you take the gloves off? Um, I think because bare knuckle, like, you can't just keep repeatedly hitting somebody in the head with a glove, I'd imagine, because you don't hurt your hand. You know? Mm. Like, it's not manly. It's too much cushion. Also, uh, yeah. I, also, I don't think they, they close. do it in boxing. I also don't think they close all the way. Like, I think it's like, it's, you know, I've never put on a hockey glove, but I don't think it's uh, conducive to punching. Hmm. It's a glove. What glove is it? It's a big word, dog. Oven mitts. Ah, oh. boxed in. It's true. <laughs> it. It's true. also a mitt, you jackass. You it's called a mitt. Scotch it's called a mitt. Scotch it's not called a glove. It's called a mitt. Hmm. Same thing. Oven mitts. Same thing. No, it's not. You're lashing out, dude. I'll, I'll bring you an oven mitt and I'll use a glove. <laughs> All right. We'll find out next segment. 15 minutes, 15 minutes of heat is sponsored by Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. Fifteen minutes of heat for your ass right here on five sixty WQAM. Tobin Leroy here with you, streaming live on YouTube and Twitch as we do every single weekday. You guys can watch us there all four hours, and of course, can watch the clips back as well. You guys can watch clips of Hawkman and Crowder, Krantz's Corner. Check us all out over there. Um, and if you missed the Javon Holland show last edition, I believe was uh, yesterday or the day before, so you guys can go uh, hear the Snowman's. Uh, breakdown of the season as he had to end on two bad MCLs and whatnot. But uh, check us on out, everybody. Heat, they lose yesterday to the Memphis Grizzlies. They are back right at it tonight against the Boston Celtics. Only the second matchup these teams have faced off this year. And um, obviously, Boston's having a very good regular season 34 and 10, I think they are on the year. And Miami is in a four-game losing streak and uh, can't score a hundred points. Thirty-four and ten. I think so. That's almost fireball in Milwaukee. Watch out! <laughs> I, know. I was going to say they were thirty-three and eleven. He's Bro, on, on the hot seat. Giannis is a liar. Dude. Oh, dude. Okay, I know we we usually set up. Uh, are you are you buying what he's selling? Yeah. Can I, can I play you something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You tell Please me do. whether or not. This is uh, Giannis's thoughts. You tell me if you're uh, if you're buying what he's selling about his former coach here. I feel like he did an unbelievable job. I'm not gonna lie; the record speaks for for itself. He did an unbelievable job. He was a great person, easy to talk to. You felt this feeling of easiness when you were around him. I had a main conversation with him. I had conversation. I talked with him yesterday. The record speaks for itself. Like he was 30 and 13. But at the end of the day, like this is the NBA, and sometimes people think when you win by four, you gotta win by twenty. And when you lose a game, you gotta win a game, and it, it's it's hard. But at the end of the day, I, I trust the you know the ownership uh, decision. I trust the front office. Me personally, I don't know about them, but and other people's opinion. I believe Coach Griff was incredible person, incredible coach. Uh, for me, he's I'm gonna always stay in touch with him. You ever realize when people say more words, you just feel like all of them are dishonest? <laughs> just like you just kept yeah. talking. And I'm just like, Giannis, you lied right off the bat, and you just keep lying here. You're a liar! Wow. I saw you on Twitter kicking rocks. 
So you're not uh, you're not buying what he's selling there. No, I'm not buying what he's selling. Of course, he had a hand in firing that guy. Mm. You know, Doc. Listen, Doc Rivers. Only- Doc Rivers. Did you not have Giannis in the in the in the in the shadows having this happen so you would get hired? Hell, I can't tell you what happened before I got there, but I'm here now. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, they did point out though, yes, that, like Giannis's stat lines from the uh, Monday night last game of Adrian Griffin to the night didn't matter because it was still like thirty-one, fifteen, and ten. Like you know, he's good. He's good. He's a liar, but he's good. Yeah, I think there's certain players in the league that no matter who you put at coach, they're gonna perform the same. So you might as well make them happy. Dude, South says right. Dude South says he's not being he honest. <laughs> <laughs> Point for Twitcher. Uh, Terry Rozier made his Heat debut last night. He got his first bucket. This is from Jason Jackson on the call last night of the Miami Heat audio experience. Rozier to the free throw line. Drive gets it to Tyler. He'll fake right. Drive left into the paint. Gets it to Rozier. He's wide open for three. Rattles it in from the left side. Corner pocket. His first take from the edges. A make. There you go. First bake for that him. That was the end of it. Pretty much the end of it, yeah. He was 3 of 11 yesterday, but uh, had five assists, which basically matched the team high somehow coming I off think, the bench. I think the energy, it just seems like when he's in there, things are moving faster. Now nobody else is moving as fast as him. He better start tonight. You think? Yeah, enough of it. So, so doing? Here you go, that. Do you do you start Jaime and him? I'm for it. If Jaime's healthy, yeah, for sure. But who do you who do you sit on the bench? Uh, Haywood Highsmith and Jay Rich. <gasps> Not a tough decision ever. Yes. So who were the starters last night? Jay Rich, ha- Haywood Highsmith, and then Tyler okay. Bam Jimmy. That's it. That's it. Okay. Man, you're really off the Haywood Highsmith. Uh, I like Haywood Highsmith, but like we're sitting here, everybody's trying to get an open shot for Haywood Highsmith. He's there to lock people up. With that being said, let me look at some chili peppers. He's putting up Euro steps. Oh. <laughs> This is the section we call Chili Pepper. This is Haywood Highsmith's role. Go to the corner, wait for your threes. If he's there for a three, everyone, good. Maybe he'll have a hot game. I'm not saying he's incapable of it. He's definitely improved offensively. But, like, we're drawing up plays for Haywood Highsmith on the – No, and it's not his fault. He's got the three most unselfish stars in the history of basketball. None of them want to shoot. You get it, Haywood. Get cooking. Mm. Suppose, like, what are we doing? Hey, Spo, we're just letting Haywood cook. No! He just stays in the corner. Go, Jimmy, stop giving it to Haywood Highsmith. Better shot, Spo. No, it's not. No! Wait, wait. Tyler. No, you got to do the, you gotta do the Spo thing. No! 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 <laughs> we're all trying That's to That's not what we discussed. I think Haywood had a better look at that, Spo. He did. He, yeah, but he's Haywood Highsmith. He's all right. And and it took me a while to figure out who the hell Jax was talking about, just calling him H. Spell had this interesting uh, thought where he really wasn't trying to hose down how terrible things must be in Charlotte for Terry Rozier, but this is what he had to say about Terry Rozier joining the Miami Terry, Heat before the game. Everybody. And he wanted to make a point of it, too, that, um, you know, he doesn't have to be uh, ball dominant. No, I think that just shows a, a maturity. But also, 
you know, Terry has a different perspective than a lot of guys. He competed at a really high level coming into this league in the playoffs. Once you've experienced that, uh, and then you go to another place, I'm, I'm not knocking on, on anything. It just when, when you're not in the playoffs, even if you're developing and your game grows and you have more responsibilities, the real competitors, that's not enough for them. And, and that's, that's how Terry you know, felt. It felt empty. Um, and I think he just wants to get back uh, into an environment where he can contribute and, and help a team win. Did Spo just say that Terry Rozier admitted to being a looter in a riot? Well, he was saying that what he was doing exactly what it sounded like. He was trying not to. Di- he was trying not to disrespect uh, Charlotte by very much disrespecting Charlotte. But no, he just said, and Terry, you know, look, his numbers were great. He was balling, but he knows they were empty. He knows they're empty. He didn't care. He wasn't winning. But that is true. Like he was on this big stage in Boston, the start of his career, scary Terry Mass, all that, and then you go play just in in Charlotte. And it's like. Eh. You know, just it never it just never works out for Charlotte. But I will say, Terry, don't be afraid about not being ball dominant, dude, because you have three what teammates. The hell? I, that's what we need. Like, Another guy to come here and say, I don't need somebody be ball dominant. Anybody want to be ball dominant aside from Haywood Highsmith? <laughs> anybody? Haywood's hey, like, this just, is great. Hey, would Jay Rich get it? Caleb get it. Hey, would Highsmith get it? They trying to ball out. He's like, I love this. Right. While the other the other guys who you pay to, to be ball dominant sit and watch. Jimmy, anything? Was, give me a couple couple months, coach. Couple months. Almost there. Jimmy Butler, it's like waiting for spring to come. It's like the Jimmy Solstice. Oh, do we know? Do do we need to get the groundhog out? Yeah. Like, like, Paxton Phil saw his shadow. No more thirty-point games for Jimmy Butler for another six weeks. I feel like he's going longer this year. Like he's going to wait till after All Star break for sure. All Star break. When when All Star break hits, Jimmy is going to be in some island somewhere, just sitting back drinking coffee and smoking a cigar. Well, you can do all you want. You better not step on an ankle this playoff at all, dude. Had enough of it. I know he's got to watch out when he plays the uh, the Knicks this weekend. Trust me, they come after those they they come after those ankles. Josh Hart. I mean, can we worry about tonight? Yes. Looking ahead, this ain't the time to be looking ahead. I bet you they win tonight. The hell's wrong with you? I know this. By the way, let's get back to Chili Peppers. Okay, go ahead. All right. So we got we got to got to do. Are we are we still doing our pick of the week? That's Fridays. That's tomorrow. That's Fridays. What today is? Today's Thursday. Thursday. By the way, I saw yesterday. I went to uh, the. I haven't been to the Hard Rocks since they put the sports begin. Pretty. Oh, I have. Yeah, I I went to uh, because I went to a fight press conference yesterday before the game. Uh, They're doing PFL versus Bellator. They merged, and uh, it was like I was like, what? I was like, what is this? The sports book. It's beautiful. Well, you knew where it was going to be. I knew. Move a couple of chairs. Oh, it's beautiful, Leroy. Could you imagine if they do? Dude, we could go if they have a fight there. We could go right up there. We could bet it right there. Can well, I mean, I, mean, I could do it on the app to too. Stay there? What? Do we get to stay there? I don't know. Like do it like a. Oh, oh man! If they have a big fight there, and that's where everybody's staying, they need to put us up there for the week. Wow. Hmm? 
You went from uh, just attending to the fight. Now you want a room in the guitar. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I like that. Man, I absolutely. Oh my like goodness! That. Put that back up, J Fig. This is not me. <laughs> Damn it! He's good. <laughs> Point for Twitter. <laughs> Dude, yesterday. Wait, I would never say something like that. <laughs> never. <laughs> I would never say that. And you guys say, I'm fat shaming. Jeez. That's even below the belt for me. Uh, You guys are bastards. I love you. Trying to, uh, I feel like we're all trying to, you know, obviously play the right way. Uh, And, you know, that's, Sometimes gets us in trouble. Passing up shots, um, double driving. Some dudes, uh, when they're open, they pass it. Um, it's all a lot of things that go into it, but you know, it's uh, it's one of those. I don't want to give it an out of uh, you know, it's that it's that funky time of the year. Uh, but I feel like everybody's just trying to really buy into what coach is saying, and uh, you know, I guess it's in trouble sometimes. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. When those guys go out two, three hours before a game, are they practicing the right play or are they practicing getting buckets? I don't know. So why on earth when we see guys make 20, 30 shots in a row because you send us the tape, 20, 30 shots in a row, can't miss, can't miss, can't miss. miss. Then you get in the game and you pass it? Very frustrating. It is. Because you know what's worse? When everybody gets in the presser and admits it. Yeah. Why don't just look, let me just throw this out there. You've all acknowledged it. How about somebody putting up a shot? How about okay? you fix it, dude? Go out there and Not that fix hard. it. Because here. here's what you do. You're dribbling the ball down. And I got my little fake ball here. I'm dribbling. I'm hooping. And and I, and I get to my spot. And I say, ooh, I could take this shot in my spot. Or I could pass it to Hayward Highsmith. They paying me. They paying me to get to my spot and take the shot. What are you guys, Hayward Highsmith's agent? You're trying to get him a max deal? The locksmith, baby. He literally on Twitter writes, the locksmith. Yeah, That really- doesn't get no buckets. No, yeah. it does not. Well, boy, right though. now, neither do the three guys you pay to connote buckets. <laughs> oh. They don't connote buckets either. He plus two fifty today. Jimmy Jimmy buckets is not. You can't be Jimmy buckets and only take ten shots. Jimmy jogs. I mean, Jimmy bricks. Jimmy's like, yeah, got my uh, ten shots tonight. Let's call it a day. And now he ain't shooting the ball. He's missing free throws. Jimmy Butler sitting out there. He's looking at his. Uh, he's looking at his his plan. He goes. Mm. Got to go test some new coffee beans after this. <laughs> Better not get up 20 shots. Though. Too tired. Bam sitting here goes, hmm. Got to get some more assists. More dribble handoffs. Like, really? Like Tyler's like, I don't and, want to be looked upon. The thing, as- is, the thing is, when Terry Rozier does that pick and roll, it looks so smooth. It looked great. And, it was great. It was like, I was like, oh, basketball. <laughs> That's all I said when it happened. It was like, oh, basketball. It looked so smooth. Plus 17, and 15, then Tyler, Tyler stands over in the corner like, what am I supposed to do? 
No, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler's. Unless Tyler's like, unless it's Tyler's right now. This is him. He's like, if it ain't a, if it ain't a float mango, I don't want it. But you know, if it ain't a one-legged runner, I ain't for it, dude. Is that we've had so many guys with the ball at the top of the key? It almost seems like when you don't have the ball at the top of the key, running pick and roll with Bam or 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 running a set play. Nobody else knows what to do if they don't have the ball. I've never seen because somebody. They all stand around. And I've never seen somebody blown fast breaks. Fast break. Mm. It's like. Just, it's just like setting up for, for a turnover every single time. That Fix it. Said, that being said, here's what should be both cool and embarrassing at the same time. Mm. The next 30 point score would be Terry Rozier. Oh, tonight. I'm just saying. Like, that should not be. You know who's on the call tonight? Mike Breen. Harlan, dude. Oh, that's good luck. That is good luck. He's good vibes. Yeah, I need that. He's good vibes. That changes how I bet. Uh, I'm going to be so cocky tomorrow. Okay, let's do this then. It's got to be the old one. We're going to do it after the break. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll peruse during the break, and we got to come up with some picks. Mm -hmm. Also got to play a little Gooseys, no Gooseys. Back after this. Trying to make Riles feel better if he's listening. My boy Riles, you know we're going through something right now. Dude, I was telling you, uh, you know, I listened to on the way to and back from the arena. I listened to the D-Wade, D-Wade's podcast he just started and he oh, did it with Riley. Riley. <sighs> it's Gooseys, dude. Gooseys, It's huh? Gooseys, dude. I recommend. Recommended Goosey's listening. galore. It was good. Nice. It was one great part, though, where Pat's like, if I had one regret, and D-Wade's like, yeah? He goes, I think I practiced you guys too hard. And he goes, really? <laughs> oh, okay. Really? That's that's it, huh? He goes, he goes, you guys didn't even get it hard. He goes, Tim Hardaway. <sighs> Poor guy. There was also a great story Pat Riley told on this where it was uh, apparently uh, Mrs. Riley, Chris Riley, Puts together like a holiday party. Yeah. And you better not miss the holiday party. And apparently like uh, he had him like up against the wall, you know, doing those uh, those wall sits. Okay. And he goes, he looks at the one player because one pl- everybody shows up for one player. And he goes, didn't show up for the party, huh? Okay. And he goes, sorry, coach, I fell asleep. He goes, <laughs> he goes I'll tell you, you got to stay clear for the next three weeks. Because you don't go up against the, you best not cross the godmother. That's amazing. I got to check it out. It's a good podcast. Yeah, go check it out. It was really, really goosey. If you're a Heat fan, D Wade sitting down with the Riles for like an hour and a half. It was great. Love that. Uh, one coach player relationship. He's, he's the only player that could get that too, right? UD, I'd imagine. You UD. That, right. But that's it. Duncan Robinson never got him on his podcast. I mean, Duncan Robinson barely showed up for his own. Trying to get yes. Speaking of a coach-player relationship that didn't seem like it was going uh, as as strongly as D Wade and Pat's did, Javon Holland. If you guys didn't see this, I'll put this up for our uh, audience here on Twitch and YouTube. Vic Fangio gets uh, well. Doesn't I guess they mutually part ways? He's now going to be the Eagles' defensive coordinator, whatever the hell that means. But uh, Javon Holland, he goes to Instagram and he posts this video of himself. (laughs) 
It's him with a, a, a handful of rocks that he punts down the street. <laughs> Wait, I guess his knee is okay. I guess so. I guess he's feeling better. That is hilarious. <laughs> and he did soccer style. He didn't even punt it. Nah. Look, side swipe. Going for the goal. Man. Dude, can I just tell you? I didn't realize it was, was like great. that. That's hilarious. I don't think I've ever... I was just about to ask, did you ever have a coach you hated that much? No, but but I will say this, that when Bill first took over the Browns, it was rough. You know what I mean? The thing that saved him was a lot of the guys were really young, so we just fell in line. Mm-hmm. We had like six older guys retire. It was like... Two a days were brutal. We had full padded two days. I think when he first took over, we went seven straight days of two a days. So it was, you know, it was it was brutal. You know how you see on Fridays guys are just in helmets and shorts. Yep. We were in shoulder pads on Fridays. Sheesh. Like it was it was tough. But when you start to see yourself playing better and start to see better results out of what we were doing, you kind of forgot about all that and said, you know, we needed, like, you can't keep doing what you were doing. You were 3-13 and 13 last year. Yeah, there was right? a lot. So, it's uh, it, it's one of those, it is interesting, because, yeah, I think we all look at the defense, and you were mentioning, like, how it felt like, you know, they, they kind of came together at the end to, to at least give their team a chance. But I think the style... You know, probably especially the secondary guys because Jalen Ramsey was liking on Twitter that he's gone. Cam Smith, second round pick who didn't play at all, he just tweeted an unlocked emoji. That was his reaction. So Ned, now he's going to be able to play. That's what he says. Well, that's what I'm imagining he's putting out there. I'll tell you I what. I think though. part of the Don't thing, lose. part of the thing, and I could see how this would happen is you have to understand these guys went from one of the most aggressive defenses in the league to very, very passive, mm-hmm. right? And it required – see, when you blitz, you have more of an idea of where you need to be, right, as far as coverages, as far as, you know, how you're going to do things. And everybody had to almost focus a little bit more because if somebody forgot their – responsibilities on a blitz some guys running wide open Mm. whereas fangs was more of a let's get after him with our front four guard cover him up but what you did was you took one of the weaknesses of your defense and had teams exploit it and that is linebackers covered so crossing routes tight ends, running backs, all those guys around linebacker areas eight against the Dolphins. And the only time they got away with it was when the front four were able to get to the pass rusher quicker. So I I understand it, but it just seemed to me that the defense looked better, even if they weren't blitzing as much. They, uh, you know, there's a lot of talent. Certainly, we uh, we recognized that they have that they they were pretty souped up, but I think like if you're a guy like Holland, Holland likes to you know hit guys too, and if he's always having to roam around, he doesn't. 
He's always deep. They they play a lot of cover two, but two safeties deep. Javon not Holl- around the line of scrimmage. Javon Holland's dad tweeted, "Love the parents getting involved in the NFL. It's the best." They've been talking about this on Get Up for a week with the Cowboys. Oh yeah, it's been like, like every day I tune in. They're like, "It's time for Get Up." Did you see what Dak Prescott's uh, mom tweeted? I was like, "What? Wow, mom." Um, See, that's crazy because my if and when my my parents were together, mm-hmm. my dad would look over at my mom and say, Mm-mm. "Well, actually, I, I got it wrong. It was C.D. Lamb's mom on Facebook, which makes it even more adorable because that's so mom that it happens on Facebook." Oh yeah, and uh, she she posted, "Dak ain't it." Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. Um, but Javon Holland's dad posted, "Everybody loves the iPhone." But nobody likes the iPhone one. Hashtag upgrade. He likes his hashtags. Wow. Wait, which is which is funny, because you gotta kind of follow it to know what he's saying. Old. He's yeah, but, old, and there's parents, upgraded versions parents, of parents his defense. Didn't just put it out there. Yeah. This was creative. Yeah. No, the mom, the mom just putting Dak ain't it. Yeah, I like that yeah. one though. And then I think Micah Parsons' uh, brother also said something. So oh, it, he said Javon's dad is a coach. A coach of who? Oh, he knows coach speak. Oh, okay. So he's he just he coaches football. He I got gotcha. you. Yeah. He knows ball. I do. I do know this. That one of Javon Holland's greatest attributes is his ability to make plays all over the field. So if you take him and sit him in one spot and tell him. You cover deep quarters or something along those lines and react to the ball, you're almost doing your team a disservice by not allowing him. You know, just imagine, say something like, and here's funny. Here's what's funny. Minka Fitzpatrick said they're using me out of position. So they got rid of him and he went to Pittsburgh and made the Pro Bowl playing all over the place. No, actually, the funny thing was talking about this. It was his mom who said that. His mom said that on Twitter. Right. So, yeah, I think, like, I get it. I understand it. It, It's sometimes when, and and here's the thing. When you're used to dealing with Mike McDaniel, right, and see how he does everything, Mm -hmm. and then you go into a room and your coach is nothing like that, right, that could wear on you. Well, it also seemed like Mike McDaniel had a really good – Well, he, he seems like he's had a good relationship with Javon, and he seems like he has a really good relationship with J- Jalen Ramsey. But if Fangs comes here, it's like, well, he's got no input. He doesn't get to say anything. It's my defense. I don't say anything. Like, if you're Mike in that position, you probably feel crappy as a head coach because your hands are tied because – You put your guys in that spot. Yeah, because they want to play a certain way. You know they want to play a certain way, but the coach, you can't talk to him because you don't have that relationship. So maybe that's why like a guy like Campanelli who's younger and, you know, Mike McDaniel is, w- would vibe with because it's the guys that people know. And Javon Holland did endorse this, by the way, I guess you could say on uh, on Twitter yesterday because he like retweeted, oh, he would be a great candidate. Um, Here's the deal, though. I said it earlier. Everybody wants it their way. Yep. But they don't realize that that responsibility to be successful falls on them. Yeah. Right? If we bring in your guy, right, and you get everything you want, you better not go out there and lose. Don't lose. And that's a fact. Mm -hmm. So 
The fact that don't lose. Maybe maybe Mike McDaniel, maybe they got to Mike McDaniel and say, hey, we we can do better. We you know this is what we want to do. We can do better. And he says, okay, if he lets you and allows you to do it your way, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Take a quick break. Final hour of the show coming on up. Back after this.